I'm Susan Goodman. I'm a rheumatologist at the Hospital for Special Surgery and professor of medicine at Weill Cornell Medical School. And I'm going to discuss prosthetic joint infections and talk a little bit about the differences between patients with culture negative and culture positive infection and osteoarthritis versus rheumatoid arthritis. We know that total joint replacements are increasing in utilization, but they do fail. And the most common cause of failure for knee replacements is prosthetic joint infection. And it's the third most common cause of failure for hip joints. The diagnosis of prosthetic joint infection has to be made quickly because the clearest risk factor for a poor outcome is delay in initiating therapy. So what we wanted to do is take a look at our patients with uh, rheumatic diseases and prosthetic joint infection and see if there were any characteristics that would help us understand uh, this and help us come to the diagnosis more quickly. What we did is take a look at the patients in the Hospital for Special Surgery Infectious Diseases database, and we called out those who had rheumatic diseases. We found a very small cohort of, I think it was 33 rheumatoid arthritis patients and three lupus patients that formed the, uh, the real focal point of our study. This was a retrospective cohort study, and all of the surgeries had been performed between 2009 and 2016. The way we found the cases was to both pull out patients who'd had uh, prosthetic joint infections and a code for a rheumatic disease, and then prior to inclusion in our cohort, we additionally validated them by their use of a disease-modifying agent or a lupus-specific medication. And that's how we confirmed the uh, 36 cases. We had 770 cases with uh, osteoarthritis. Our primary outcome for this and the way the uh, data set is established is their aim is to determine who has no further infection-related surgery at two years after the uh, initial presentation with infection. And we did some standard statistics on our cohort, including a uh, Kaplan-Meier survival curve. So what we found, the first uh, major finding was that the culture negative rate was in fact 27% in rheumatic disease patients versus 14% in osteoarthritis patients. So there were significantly more culture negative patients. Now we know from other studies in the literature that about half of the time that's simply due to the patient having received antibiotic. We additionally found that more of our rheumatic disease patients were female, which is pretty typical of our RA and lupus populations, more used glucocorticoids. And we also found that the histopathology was a little different, that among those who were culture negative, they were less likely to actually meet histopathologic uh, criteria for prosthetic joint infection, which has to do with the number of uh, polymorphonuclear leukocytes that infiltrate the specimen. So those were the main differences uh, between the rheumatic disease patients. We also looked at the main differences between the rheumatic disease patients and the osteoarthritis patients. Interestingly, we had no significant differences in comorbidities like diabetes, 
prior history of prosthetic joint infection, joint site, smoking, or surgical treatment, rheumatic disease patients were younger. They were fully 10 years younger. And there was no real difference in the two-year success rate. Amongst the rheumatic disease patients, there were no significant differences in the type of treatment, the use of biologics or DMARDs, the use of glucocorticoids, although there was, again, this trend in histopathology. So overall, among rheumatic disease patients with prosthetic joint infections, they do tend to be younger, and they're more likely to be on glucocorticoids than OA patients. The rheumatic disease prosthetic joint infection patients are more likely to be culture negative than the osteoarthritis patients. And this difference may represent a subset of patients with rheumatic disease that present with inflammatory mimics of prosthetic joint infection or with odd bacteria that we're not really capable of uh, detecting using standard microbacterial uh, techniques. So what we're hoping, since it can be hard to make this diagnosis, that improvements in the diagnostics may help uh, further define this cohort. So I think this study is important because we know that patients with rheumatic disease are anywhere from 50 to 80% more likely to develop a prosthetic infection, joint infection than patients who receive the prosthetic joint for uh, osteoarthritis. So our patients are at higher risk, and we know it's very hard to make a diagnosis. In fact, if you look at the cardinal uh, signs of prosthetic joint infection, all of them can typically be present in a rheumatoid arthritis flare. So whereas the orthopedic literature stresses the presence of features like synovial white blood cell counts, uh, elevated sedimentation rates, or CRP, that's kind of the background noise in patients with rheumatic diseases. So given the increase in risk and the fact that our patients continue to undergo prosthetic joint replacements at the same rate, and that the vast majority are on potent immunosuppressants or biologics at the time of surgery, we felt that the more we know about prosthetic joint infection in our patients, the better we'll be able to A, try and prevent it, but B, recognize and treat it promptly. We've covered a lot of the background and results from our current study. It's important because of the increased risk our patients have for prosthetic joint infection, I think it though highlights how little we really know about how to make a diagnosis and whether there really are biologic differences between patients with culture negative versus culture positive disease. I think this really highlights the need for more research with specific research into better diagnostic techniques. I think the more quickly we're able to make the diagnosis and the more we understand, the more likely we are to be able to avoid this complication in the future. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to my discussion about prosthetic joint infection, and I hope you uh, learned something that you'll be able to use in your practice.